We'll see, we're just going to continue in Samech Dalet Omid Beis at the Gemara to try to get to the end of the daf. And Himer Hashem begin tomorrow's daf on the beginning of Samech Dalet Omid Beis. So the Gemara says, Money Mas Nisim. So if you remember again, in the Mishnah, so the Mishnah said that Halo Chalamaisa went through the different amounts that a husband is obligated to give his wife over the course of a week of support. So the Mishnah said, one of the things the Mishnah said was two kabim, two calves of wheat. So it says the Gemara Mani Masnisin, who does our Mishnah go according to? Lora Biocham Membrok, Lora Bishimin. It doesn't go according to Biocham Membrok or Rabishimin. How so? The Gemara says as follows. So the Gemara, this now, we learned in the Mishnah, the Kamashiuro. So Kamashiuro, the, 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 the Mishnah over here is a Mishnah from Mesechas Erevin. So the Gemara is talking about over here what is, how much food do you have to include? For an air of Truman. How much food for an air of Truman? So the Gemara says, Mazon shtei sudos tachol echad ve'echad. Enough for two meals for every person who's going to utilize the air of. So the Gemara says, Mazon alachol, below the Shabbos irrevimer. But again, when measuring the food, we mean two two meals for weekday food, but doesn't have to be the equivalent of two meals for Shabbos. So obviously the assumption is that a person is eating more on Shabbos than they're eating during the week. So therefore, Rabbi Meir holds, Halach said the Eruv Tchumen must contain enough food for two individual, excuse me, enough food for two meals per individual to be covered by the Eruv. Shabbos meals, not weekday meals. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says no. Le Shabbos velo lechol. Rabbi Yehuda says just the opposite. He, in ours, he agrees with the idea that the erev has to contain enough food for two meals worth, but he disagrees and he holds it's two meals worth of Shabbos food, not two meals worth of weekday food. Ultimately, again, here's what's interesting. Each of them are trying to be mekel. So Rashi points out over here, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, Vzev, Vzev. So Rashi says, So what's interesting is like this, the Gemara says, Rabbi Meir used to eat more bread on Shabbos than during the week. Therefore, Rabbi Meir goes ahead and measures the amount of bread you need for the Eruv based on weekday meals where there was a, less, a, a lesser consumption of bread. Versus Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda the Gemara says, used to eat less bread on Shabbos he would eat more weekday bread than Shabbos bread. Therefore, he measured the amount of bread you need for Erev based on based on Shabbos meals and not based on weekday meals. I'm sorry, based on weekday meals and not based on Shabbos meals. Interesting. Um, right, I'm sorry. Rabbi, I'm sorry, just the opposite. Rabbi Huda used to eat more bread during the week more than on Shabbos, and therefore, again, he would measure it by Shabbos meals, not by weekday meals. Good. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruch Omer, Kikar halakuach bepun yome arba sin l'selo. So Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruch says, how much bread do you need for Erev Tchumen? So this is interesting. It's a loaf of bread, it's a loaf of bread that you could buy for a pundion, when ultimately, again, for sa'ah of grain, you could buy for a selah. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, Shte yados kigar, kikaras So Rabbi Shimon, on the other hand, says, that Allah how much bread do you need for Eruv? So enough, so listen to this idea. Essentially, it's two-thirds of a loaf, two-thirds of a loaf. Ultimately, again, when you could buy, when they are three to a kav. So they're all just giving different measurements. So the Gemara says, now what's interesting is once we give this share, remember the topic over here, the topic over here is Erev Tchumen. So the Gemara says, once we're measuring out these loaves for Erev Tchumen, Chetzia Lebayis Hamanuga, ultimately again, Halacha Lamaisa, half of that amount, right, half of that loaf, the, I should say differently, the, the Halacha is, if you walk into a house that has Tzara'as, 
if you spend enough time in such a home, then one goes ahead and contracts Tumas Begodim. So how long does one have to be in a home in order to go ahead and contract Tumas Begodim? Enough time to consume half of the Erev loaf. The Chatsi Chatsya and ultimately again a half of that half meaning a quarter of that loaf ultimately again is the amount of time to consume that quarter of a loaf would be the amount of time that one's body right would ultimately again become tame when then be, therefore be precluded from eating truma and ultimately again a half of the half of the half i.e. an eighth of that loaf is the smallest shear in which an, a food item could go ahead and and contract tumor. So says the Gimar. So now let's go back. Now we have all of these different opinions regarding halacha lemaisa, the size of loaves. Now to be clear, the discussion we were just engaging in had nothing to do with support. It had everything to do with eruf tchumin, and then the Gemara kind of went into other topics as well. We're just trying to figure out based on those opinions by eruf tchumin, they represent the size of a meal. So now halacha lemaisa, the Mishnah said that a husband has to support his wife, and he has to give her two calves of wheat. So the shaila is who's the pain is being reflected. So money. If you that it's Rabbi Yochanan so remember again, Rabbi Yochanan holds that really, really for two meals, for two meals, it's half a calf. Then Tani Havyon, ultimately again, here's the issue. According to Rabbi Yochanan two calves represents eight meals. Now remember, if she's being supported throughout the week, she needs a total of 14 meals. Two kav will only give her eight meals. And if it's according to Rabbi Shimon, ultimately again, and according to Rabbi Shimon's measurements, right, of how much a normal act of consumption is, so two calves will give her 18 meals. So an interesting problem we have again. Rabbi two calves gives her eight meals. According to Rabbi Shimon, ultimately two calves gives her 18 meals. So according to Rabbi she's not getting enough. According to Rabbi Shimon, she's technically getting more than what she needs. To which the Gemara says, you're right. The other Rabbi Yochanan Mibaroka, released Rabbi Yochanan Mibaroka. Aye, but according to Rabbi Yochanan Mibaroka, we just said before that Allah, Allah, said two calves only gives her eight meals. Kedam Rav because Rav said, Tseimehen Shlish Lechenvini. So this is very interesting. Rabbi Yochanan ben Baroka says that in general, that in general, halacha lemaisa, when speaking about measurements of measurements of grain, he held that halacha lemaisa, you have to go ahead and take away a third for the chenveni. The chenveni is the shopkeeper. So there's one third charge for the chenveni's for the chenveni's profit. So the gemara says, "Halachinami sold over in the Mishnah. I see tilsa shadi alayhu. Ultimately, again, you have to add an extra third." Ultimately, again, if you bring back an extra third, then we have the 14... Well, actually, I take it back. The truth is, we think that solves the problem. The Gemara says, however, Fine, if you add back a third, two kavins still only give the wife 12 meals. To which says, that's not a problem. Remember again, the Mishnah said... Even if the husband is supporting his wife through an intermediary, they eat together on Shabbos. So because of that, remember again, Shabbos is two meals. So therefore, again, we're getting up. So therefore, the two kavin provide her with 12 meals. And the remaining two meals come from the husband on Shabbos. So I there's actually very interesting. We'll discuss this in tomorrow's daf. That works fine according to the opinion that says that when the Mishnah says that they eat together on Shabbos, that eating... 
literally means eating. But according to the opinion, as we'll see in tomorrow's daf, that achila doesn't mean consumption. Achila actually means physical intimacy. It means that even if they're living apart on Shabbos, they're obligated to be together to physically, intimately on Shabbos. Furthermore, again, we still have a problem. Why? Because here's what's interesting. We're assuming right now that when we say she eats with him on Shabbos, that's Shabbos night. That's Shabbos night. So even if it's Achila Mamish, that only gets her up to 13 meals. So the Gemara says, So Rav Chista said that This is Rav Chista when he was explaining Rabbi Yochanan ben Baroka back in the Gemara in Erevin. So Rabbi Yochanan said, Ultimately, again, remove. You see, you have to take one half for the chenveni's fee. So to over here, when calculating the measure that the wife needs, you actually have to add back a half, add back a half, ultimately, again, to the amount that the husband is giving the wife. If you add back a half, then the Gemara suggests we are at the amount of 14 suudos. I says the Gemara, but still, kashed ravchista ad ravchista. Lokasha han ba'asra diya vitzivi ha ba'asra delo yavitzivi. So we'll say, so it's not a contradiction. In other words, when Ramchista said in one case that the shopkeeper's his profit is one third, right? And ultimately, again, then Ramchista said that the shopkeeper's fee, his uh, his profit, is one half. The truth is, that's not a contradiction. What does it depend on? One is talking about a place where Allah saw the purchaser would provide the shopkeeper with the loaf, to, with the, with the, sorry, with the, with the wood to bake the bread. So if you're supplying the shopkeeper with the wood to bake the bread, then Allah the shopkeeper only gets, the chemini only gets one third. But Allah saw if the shopkeeper is providing the wood and you are not, then the shopkeeper gets to, that gets to keep one half. Good, says the Gemara. Ihochi, but I will say now, if we do the math, if we do the math, Ihochi shisar havyon, then it turns out that two kav, two kav, ultimately should provide the wife with sixteen meals, and again, he's only mukhiv to provide her with fourteen meals. The Gemara says, "Kiman kidnap chidkiyo." The Amar Arba Suudos Chayiv Adam Lechal B'Shabes. Fascinating. Shabbos say could be Enochinami. Maybe, maybe it's sixteen, and maybe because according to Chidka, what did Chidka say? Chidka said that a person is obligated to eat four Suudos on Shabbos. Four Suudos on Shabbos. Fascinating. To which the Gemara says. To which the Gemara says, "Afil tim Rabbanon." The truth is, the Mishnah could still work according to the Rabbanon. How so? Dal chadal laarchi uparchi. Ultimately, again, the Gemara says, even if you go ahead, even if you go ahead and halacha lemaisa, you eat three meals on Shabbos. So therefore, again, right, that'll get me up to fifteen. Ultimately, again, one extra meal is needed. Ultimately, or I should say, take away one meal. Take away one meal. Ultimately, for the guests. Remember, again, we've, we had these terms before. Archi, archi, and parchi are different types of guests. Archi are guests that stay for a longer amount of time. Parchi, like pareach, are guests that stay for a shorter amount of time. Hashta da'asis lahachi. But now that you're saying this, afilutim Rabbi Shimon. It can even go according to Rabbi Shimon. Why? Now, we'll say, remember, Rabbi Shimon was the one who said that two calves contain 18 meals. According to the Rabbanon, ultimately go ahead and take away three meals. Ultimately, for, 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 for long, long stay guests and short stay guests, take away two meals. 
Okay, good. But say, let's just do one more, one more second. Actually, you know what? We'll, we'll stop over here for today. And Amir Tzashem, we will pick up. We'll pick up with Amar Rabbi Yossi. Actually, let's do it now. Amar Rabbi Yossi, the Pasak Sa'orin. Rabbi Yossi says, so remember again, the Mishnah said, the Mishnah spoke about the allotment of barley, of barley. So Rabbi Yossi said that no one except Rabbi Yishmael ever went ahead and allotted barley. Why? Because Rabbi Yishmael lived next to Edom. So the Gemara says, what does that mean? Only in Edom they eat so, or in nowhere else do they eat barley. It doesn't make sense. Hachi covers what it means to say. Remember, here's what's interesting. Nowhere else, in other words, normally barley was given out at the same amount as wheat. Whatever amount of wheat you would give, the corresponding amount of barley would be given out. It was only, again, Rabbi Ishmael, who lived next to Edom, where he said, if you're giving your wife barley, you have to give her twice as much barley as, the, uh, as wheat. Why? And why did he say that? You have to go ahead and give her twice as much barley as, as wheat, because in Edom, apparently, the barley was of inferior quality, and therefore you have to give her twice as much barley in order to make up for the inferior quality. All right, Rabbi Osayim, Shkoyach. Now, hopefully, we're caught up a little bit. We'll start Emirat Hashem on the bottom of Samach Talat Mabes tomorrow. For tomorrow's daf, such as Chustor and all of these sugis with you, have a wonderful rest of the day.